What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Primetime Sports Podcast, hosted by Joey Mayleri. So as you guys know, over the summer, I covered a lot of sports, the NHL draft, MLB draft, NBA draft, the U.S. Open, Wimbledon. I covered just about every sport I could cover, the NFL free agency. I covered all four of the big American sports leagues, like the NHL, MLB, NBA, and NFL. And I also covered some Wimbledon, so tennis there, and then also covered the U.S. Open for golf as well. So I try to cover as many of the big sport events as I can. So as you guys know, the, the World Cup just started yesterday. Obviously, that's the biggest tournament in the entire world, considering it really unites every single country in the world, unlike any other sport. I mean, basketball is a big sport in the world, but besides that, hockey can be really, you know, based on geography. Uh, baseball is really only big here and then South America. So at the end of the day... If you look at it, soccer really is the biggest sport around the world. And obviously the U.S. Uh, getting better, obviously, at soccer. The MLS is starting to get bigger and bigger over the years. But at the end of the day, it's really the biggest sport in so many countries across the world. Not like the America where football and basketball dominate. In a lot, of, a lot of parts of the world, soccer really is everything that a country has sports-wise. So it's a big tournament, so I figure it's a great thing to cover, especially considering, as I said, a lot of people are passionate about it and follow it heavily. So I'll start off with a couple of games that already happened, and then also preview today's game for America versus Wales, uh, which is a big matchup for both of those teams in Group B. And then also give you guys a breakdown of every single group, who I think is going to win each group, who's going to come in first, second, third, and fourth, and then give our predictions for the entire tournament from the knockout round to the quarterfinals to the semifinals to the finals. So we'll We'll start off, England started today, uh, this morning, with a matchup at 8 a.m. against Iran. Won that game 6-2. They led 3-0 at halftime, uh, and then dominated, honestly, the whole game. Ended up winning 6-2 overall. Early start time at 8 a.m., but tomorrow, there's going to be even earlier starts. At 5 a.m., I believe it is, at 4 a.m., Argentina versus Saudi Arabia. 8 a.m. is Tunisia versus Denmark. 11 a.m. is Mexico versus Poland. And then at 2 p.m. is France versus Australia. So a lot of early starts tomorrow, especially considering Qatar is eight hours ahead of us. So right now in Qatar, it's eight hours ahead. We're eight hours behind. So that's the reason they play at 4 or 5 a.m. in our time is because they're playing at 12 o'clock or 1 o'clock in Qatar. So that's the main reason uh, with the big time difference there. So that's the reason there's games at 4 a.m. But at the end of the day, if you're up early or you're up late, considering whatever you want to consider, 3 a.m., 4 a.m., I consider it you're up late. But I guess you can consider it you start early, uh, start your day early and get up around 5 a.m. You can watch the game, which is pretty cool that there's games on all day, which is uh, pretty unique. And then also today was the Netherlands versus Senegal, which I have Senegal actually making a little bit of a run. They lost today 2 nothing to the Netherlands. The Netherlands, very good team. A lot of people have them making a little bit of a run. Uh, they ended up beating Senegal today 2 to nothing. And then yesterday, Ecuador beat Qatar in the opening game of the World Cup tournament by a score of 2 to nothing. So now I'm going to break down each group and give you guys my predictions for every single group, who's going to come first, second, third, and fourth, as I said. And then also give you guys a breakdown of each country's history in the World Cup tournament and how many times they've qualified, how far they've gone, What's the furthest they've gone? Have they ever won? I'm going to give you guys all a breakdown of that, which will be pretty fun. Uh, so I hope you guys enjoy it. So to start off, Group A is the host country, Qatar, Senegal, Ecuador, and the Netherlands. In order, I have it going the Netherlands, Senegal, Ecuador, and Qatar. That's my top four right there. I have the Netherlands at first, Senegal in second, Ecuador in third, and Qatar in fourth. Senegal made it to the quarterfinals in 2002. That's actually the furthest an African country's ever got in the World Cup tournament. 
And if you look at it, this is actually the third appearance ever. So they've never really made it, never really had too many opportunities to make a run. So this year, I hope this year they make a run. Obviously, with them losing uh, two to nothing today to the Netherlands, puts a little bit of disadvantage. Uh, but they still have Ecuador and Qatar still to play both those teams. And then the day it does come out a point differential, uh, goal differential that is, uh, for who wins a tiebreaker. So hopefully they have a couple of big wins over Ecuador and Qatar and can make a run uh, in the tournament. That's what I'm looking forward to. A tough thing for Senegal is they did lose their best player, striker Sadio Mane, uh, due to a leg injury. So that's a big loss for them. According to ESPN, Africa's teams have collectively won three group games in each tournament since 1998, a 20% win rate, which dropped to a 16.6 win rate in 2010, when Africa had six representatives rather than five, hoping this year that Senegal, Cameroon, both those teams being my teams making a run from Africa in the tournament this year. I'll talk about Cameroon uh, in a few minutes when I get to a different group. The Netherlands, they have never lost a World Cup match in regulation by more than one goal. So obviously, as you know, they play very hard every single World Cup tournament game. They came in third place in the 2014 World Cup and were runners-up in the 2010 South African World Cup. So obviously, as you can tell, they do have a history of winning and making runs in the World Cup tournament, as you see. As I said, they were third place in 2014, runners-up in 2010, and have never lost a game in regulation by more than one goal. Ecuador lost in the group stage in 2002 and 2014. The furthest they got was a round of 16 in 2006 where they lost. They did not qualify for the World Cup Finals Tournament in 2018. And this is actually the fourth time the country has qualified for the World Cup. And then Qatar, the last team in this group, has an automatic bid to be in the World Cup Tournament since whoever the host country is, they are automatically in the tournament with an automatic bid. So this is actually the first time that Qatar has ever been in the World Cup Finals Tournament. So it's very exciting, obviously, for the country. And as I said, they qualified as hosts of the tournament. So for Group B, it's England, Iran, the United States, and Wales. The order of what I think is going to happen is England... Wales, USA, Iran. I think England, obviously the dominant team. Everyone has England pretty much uh, making a run all the way uh, to at least the quarterfinals, semifinals. I actually have them winning it, which you'll hear uh, when I get to my predictions. But I have England going very far. Uh, as for the U.S., they play today versus Wales at 2 o'clock. The U.S. currently the number 16 team. Uh, in the FIFA rankings, and Wales is number 19, so pretty evenly matched there. My prediction is that Wales wins today 2-1 to one in a very close game. I'm not rooting against the United States, but I think Wales makes a run in this tournament. And at the end of the day, this game really is the winner or loser. It depends on who wins and who loses this game. But at the end of the day, this is going to determine where each team goes in the tournament considering Iran's probably a very much a long shot to make it to the knockout round, and England's obviously the favorite in this group. So at the end of the day, this matchup, between Wales and the United States today can determine who's going to go to the knockout round. And at the end of the day, I'd like Wales to make a run in this tournament, at least to make it to the knockout round. So if that were to be the case, they'd probably have to win today's game. If they were to lose, that means they'd have to win England, uh, win a game against England, and that'd be really uh, an uphill battle for either the United States or Wales. So either team, if they were to lose this, it does put them pretty much in a hole to try to make it to the knockout stage. Uh, but at the end of the day, I think it'll be a fun game to watch. I do have Wales winning this one 2-1. to one. And then also... One thing that's exciting for Wales, that this is actually their first time making the World Cup since 1958. Uh, they haven't been at any of the last 15 FIFA World Cup tournaments. And that's for the FIFA Finals tournaments. Uh, since they've tried to qualify, obviously, in years past, and just never uh, were able to qualify for the Finals tournament. Uh, so they end up losing in the qualifying rounds before they could make out uh, a bid to the group stage. So then they, they've tried, obviously, since 1958, but this is actually the second time that Wales has qualified for the FIFA World Cup Finals. So, very exciting, obviously. And at the end of the day, I think it's going to be a good battle uh, for the U.S. versus Wales. I want to break down a couple other things. I was reading that Welsh 
uh, Welsh's midfield is something that you'll have to pay attention for, especially considering that the U.S. likes to dominate in the midfield, and the Welsh midfield really isn't that strong. They play very conservative. They do have a pace. Uh, they do play at a quick pace when they want to, and I think that's an advantage for them over the U.S., which I was reading some ex- experts talking about. But at the end of the day, that Welsh midfield will be a struggle for them, and I think the U.S. will dominate there. So at the end of the day, the U.S. could end up getting more scoring chances, and that could be the difference in today's game. I do have Wales winning this one 2-1. to one. At the end of the day, if they turn that ball over in the zone... Obviously, in the midfield, it could be a tough game for Wales, especially considering they like to play conservative. And you're playing conservative in a game that's basically win or go home, considering if you want to make it to the knockout stage, a conservative strategy might not be the best. Uh, So it could be a tough game for Wales, as I said. And if you look at it, it's a big game for both teams. According to the New York Post, only 11% of teams that failed to get a point in their curtain raise-up made it to the round of 16 since the tournament adopted its current format in 1998. So at the end of the day, if you want to make it to the knockout stage and be one of the two teams to qualify from each group, you really have to get a point at least, maybe even get a win, get three points in the first game of your tournament. Obviously, at the end of the day, there's going to be a winner, going to be a loser, there could be a tie also as well, but... I think Wales wins this one 2-1, to one, a very close game. But whoever were to win, as I said, this is a big, big game for who determines who goes to the next stage in the knockout round. So it'll be exciting. Uh, and both Wales and the U.S. are battling, as I said, for that second spot to advance to the knockout stage. So this game's a huge one. And I think at the end of the day, everyone knows England's going to win Group B. So it's really about who makes it as the second team as a runner-up for Group B that'll qualify for the knockout stage. That's really what the most interesting part of Group B is. And as I said, it's between Wales and the United States. England's best player is Harry Kane. He had six goals in the 2018 World Cup. Actually led the entire tournament in goals scored with six. England won the World Cup in 1966, their only title ever. They came in fourth place in the 2018 World Cup and qualified for seven straight World Cup finals tournaments. So very exciting, obviously, with them making it another year and coming off a great one in 2018 where they came in fourth place. As for Iran, this is actually the sixth time qualifying for the World Cup finals. Uh, and they actually have never gone past the group stage. So if they were to make it this year and be a long shot, obviously, to be the runner-up in Group B and, and obviously beat out Wales and the United States, this is actually their first time making it past the group stage. So uh, that would be a surprising thing for most people. Obviously, it's very unlikely that they're heavy underdogs to be a runner-up or the winner of this group. Uh, at the end of the day, I guess you never know. And one last thing I want to point out is Wales' best player is their midfielder, Gareth Bale. He has 40 international goals for Wales in his career. Look out for him. He's their best player overall, and he currently plays for LA in the MLS. Uh, that's one guy to watch out for in today's game at 2 o'clock. So my prediction in that game is 2-1 to one Wales. I think it would be a very close game, as I said. I'm obviously rooting for the United States, but I had Wales making a little bit of run in this tournament. And at the end of the day, if they're going to make a run in this tournament, they kind of have to win today's game. But at the end of the day, I'll also be happy either way. Uh, I've never been too much into soccer. I, I Really, a lot of this research I've done has been what I've been doing over the last day or so now. Uh, never been too much into it. Don't know too many of players on every single team. It's not like the NBA, NFL, MLB, or NHL, where I know so many players like I do in college football college basketball. Soccer, I don't know too much about. Maybe it's because I never really played it. Uh, but a lot of this that I've done... Uh, for this episode, I've done over the last few days just a lot of research, some experts talking. I've obviously looked at some numbers, looked at some players, looked at what they've done over their history, and this is basically my opinions of what I think is going to happen. As I said, I do think Wales could make a run in this tournament, make it to the knockout stage. As for Group C, it is Argentina, Saudi Arabia, Mexico, and Poland. My order of this group is Argentina in first, Mexico in second, Poland in third, and Saudi Arabia in fourth. 
So now I'm going to break down a couple things in this group. Saudi Arabia lost in the group stage of 2018. They did not qualify in the 2010 or the 2014 World Cup Finals. And they made it to the round of 16, the furthest they've ever gone in 1994. Poland lost in the group stage of 2018 and also in 2002 and 2006. They came in third in the 1974 World Cup and in 1982 they came in third as well. Mexico has made it to the round of 16 in the last seven World Cup tournaments. So I'd imagine they're pretty much a money choice to make it to the knockout stage again. And that's for Argentina. Everybody knows Lionel Messi. He plays Argentina. This will actually be his fifth World Cup. He has five goals and six assists in 19 matches from 2006, 2010, 2014, and 2018. His best World Cup was in 2014 in Brazil when he had four goals and an assist in five games. Argentina was the runner-up in that tournament in 2014. Uh, and one thing he's never had in his career is a World Cup uh, finals title. So this would pretty much uh, be every single accolade he's needed in his career. If he were to win a World Cup this year, he's pretty much accomplished everything else. So this is a big stage for him, obviously, to try to make a run at it. And could be one of his last ones. So hopefully he has a good chance uh, this year. And a lot of people like Argentina to make a run. As for Group D, it is France, Australia, Denmark, and Tunisia. My order is France in first, Denmark in second, Australia in third, and Tunisia in fourth. France is coming off a World Cup championship win in 2018. That was actually the second title in the country's history. They also won in 1998 in the World Cup in France. So when they were the host country in 1998, they also won and then also won in 2018. So two times in 20 years. In 2018, they won six games, had a tie and no losses in seven games. Kylian Mbappe, their best player, is still only 23 years old and is one of the best players in the world. Very excited to see him crush it. This is the seventh straight World Cup qualification for France. So very exciting, obviously, especially with them coming off a finals win. A lot of people like them to make a run again as well this year. Denmark lost in the round of 16 in 2018. This is the sixth time the country's in the country's history that they've qualified for the World Cup finals tournament. As for Australia, they have qualified for the fifth straight World Cup Finals Tournament. The furthest they've made it is the round of 16 in, 20, uh, in 2006, so not even 2010, 2006. Tunisia qualified for the 2018 World Cup Finals. Uh, they lost in the group stage in 2018. This is the sixth time that Tunisia has qualified for the World Cup Finals Tournament. Uh, with them, as I said, not really ever making it too far. They've never made it past the group stage. So they've never, never even made it to the knockout stage in the group of 16 or the round of 16. As a group E, it is Spain, Costa Rica, Japan, and Germany. My order is Germany coming in first, Spain in second, Japan in third, and Costa Rica in fourth. It should be fun to see who wins this group between Germany and Spain. I think it'll be a good battle. Spain won the World Cup in 2010, the country's only title ever. They have made it to the World Cup in 16 of 22 tournaments. They have made it past the group stage in four of the last five World Cup finals tournaments. So you'd expect them to make a run and make it to the knockout stage like they have, as I said, in four of the last five tournaments. Another thing to pay attention to is Germany. They are four-time World Cup winner. They won the World Cup in 2014 in Brazil. Dominated with 18 goals, four goals allowed, and seven games played in that tournament. Another team in this group is Japan. This is the seventh straight World Cup tournament that they have qualified for, uh, which is really exciting. Seven straight years. They've made it seven straight tournaments. They made it to the round of 16 in two of the last three World Cup finals tournaments. Didn't ever advance further than that. Uh, but at the end of the day, this could be the year. Who knows? I do have Spain and Germany advancing from this group, and this is Group E. But you never know. I mean, things can get interesting, and maybe they'd make it for the third time of the last four World Cup tournaments if they were to make it to the Group of 16 again and make it to the knockout stage. And the last team in this group is Costa Rica. They lost in the group stage of 2018. Uh, they made it to the quarterfinals of 2014. 
And overall, this is actually their sixth time qualifying for the FIFA World Cup Finals tournament in the country's history, with them making it, as I said, to the quarterfinals in 2014. For the third to last group, it is Group F, which I'm going to break down what teams are in it. It is Belgium, Canada, Morocco, and Croatia. My order of what I think is going to be the standings and the outcome of this group is Croatia in first, Belgium in second, Canada in third, and Morocco in fourth. For Croatia, they actually made it to the World Cup Finals in 2018 and lost to France and Russia by a score of 4-2. Croatia, this is their sixth time that they've made a World Cup appearance since gaining independence in 1991. As for Belgium, they finished in fourth in the 1986 World Cup and then third in the 2018 World Cup. So it's pretty much a heavy uh, group right here, especially considering Croatia was second in the World Cup in 2018 and then Belgium was third in 2018. Canada, this is the first time they've qualified since 1986 when they lost in the group stage. This is Canada's second time qualifying for the World Cup Finals Tournament ever. And then for Morocco, they lost in the group stage in 2018 and made it to the round of 16 in 1986. This is the sixth time that Morocco has qualified for the World Cup Finals Tournament. As for Group F, uh, oh, that's for Group F right there. As for Group G, Brazil, Serbia, Switzerland, and Cameroon are the four countries. My order of what I think is going to happen in this group is Brazil in first place, Cameroon in second, Switzerland in third, and Serbia in fourth. Brazil is the only country to ever appear in every FIFA World Cup final tournament. Brazil, the most storied and successful country in World Cup history, has won five titles, has come in second twice, has come in third twice, and has come in fourth place twice as well. Uh, so second place two times, third place two times, fourth place two times, and has won the World Cup tournament overall five times. They won in 1958, 1962, 1970, 1994, and in 2002. Another country in this group is Cameroon. I have Cameroon advancing to the knockout round, but they're in a tough group here with Brazil, being the favorite to win the tournament. A lot of people have Brazil going very far. As you guys know, my, you'll know my pick in a few minutes. I do have Brazil making it to the finals. Switzerland is a 15th ranked country in the tournament, and then Serbia is just outside the top 20, according to ESPN. So if you look at it, Cameroon does an uphill battle here. Uh, overall, Cameroon lost in the group stage in 2010 and 2014. They did not qualify in the 2018 tournament. And this is Cameroon's eighth time qualifying for the World Cup Finals tournament overall. Switzerland lost in the round of 16 in 2014 and in 2018. The furthest they have gone is the quarterfinals in 1954. And as for Serbia, they came in fourth place in 1930 and in 1962. They made it to the quarterfinals in 1990. They lost in the group stage in 2018. And this is the fourth time that the country has qualified in the last five World Cup Finals tournaments. They lost in the group stage in each of their last three times in the World Cup Finals tournaments. We'll see what they do this year, obviously. Uh, but as I said, there's a tough group here, especially considering Brazil. Brazil's there, and I have Cameroon making a run, so I do have Serbia coming in last place in this group. But as you know, anything can happen in sports. Any team can beat any team in any given day. Every dog has its day, uh, so you never know who's going to win any given match, any given group. As for Group H, the final group in the World Cup tournament, it includes Portugal, Ghana, Uruguay, and South Korea. My order is Uruguay in first, Portugal in second, South Korea in third, and Ghana in fourth. Ghana versus Portugal is Thursday at 11 a.m. Ghana is 0-1 versus Portugal all time. Ghana has made it to the quarterfinals in 2010. The furthest point an African country has ever gotten was the quarterfinals, which Senegal did in 2002 and Cameroon did in 1990. Ghana made it to the quarterfinals in the 2010 World Cup tournament. 
Uruguay, I have them winning this group. They won the World Cup in 1930 and 1950, came in fourth place in 1954 and in 1970, along with coming in fourth place as well in 2010. They lost in the quarterfinals in 2018. They made a nice run in that tournament. This is the fourth straight FIFA World Cup Finals tournament that they have qualified for and the 14th tournament overall that the country of Uruguay has qualified for uh, in the country's history. As for Portugal, they're led by Cristiano Ronaldo, which I'm sure everyone you know who he is. Seven goals, two assists in 17 World Cup games in his career. He was in the 2006, 2010, 2014, and 2018 World Cups. This will be his fifth World Cup overall, like Messi. Ronaldo had a hat trick against Spain in 2018 in the World Cup in Russia. Had four goals in four games overall in that tournament. Ronaldo could actually become the only soccer player ever to score a goal in five different World Cup tournaments. Messi did not score in the 2010 World Cup in South Africa. He scored in three out of four of the tournaments he's been in prior to this one. Ronaldo, four out of four, heading into this World Cup this year. Messi versus Ronaldo overall. That'll obviously be a storyline over the World Cup. Messi, 711 goals and 300 assists in 884 club and country games in his career. As for Ronaldo, 748 goals, 226 assists in 1,026 games in his career overall. So 748 goals, 226 assists in 1,026 games for Ronaldo in his career. And then for Messi, 711 goals and 300 assists in 884 games overall in his career. The other teams in this group is South Korea. Uh, and South Korea came in fourth place in the 2002 World Cup when they were the host country with China. This World Cup is actually their 10th straight tournament that they have qualified for. They were eliminated in the group stage in 2014 and in 2018. As for Ghana, they did not qualify in 2018, but the three previous tournaments before 2018, they qualified in, and those were in 2006, 2010, and 2014. Uh, they did make it to the round of 16 in 2006 and lost in the quarterfinals in 2010. As for Portugal, this is actually the sixth straight World Cup Finals tournament that they have qualified for. They came in third place in 1966, fourth place in 2006, and they lost in the round of 16 most recently in the 2018 World Cup. Overall, for Portugal, this is the eighth time that the country has qualified for the FIFA World Cup Finals tournament. And I'm going to break down my knockout stages and who I think is going to beat who in the knockout stages. Uh, and that'll be December 3rd through December 6th is the knockout stage round. So 1A, we'll be playing 2B. And 1A means the leader of Group A. We'll be playing the runner-up of Group B. That'll be the Netherlands versus Wales, in my opinion. I have the Netherlands winning this game. As the next matchup, it'll be 1C versus 2D. And that would be Argentina versus Denmark. I have Denmark coming out on top in that matchup. The next matchup would be 1E Germany versus 2F Belgium. I have Germany winning that game. Then it would be 1G Brazil versus 2H Portugal. Brazil coming out on top. Then it would be 1B England versus 2A Senegal. I have England beating Senegal in that game. Then it would be 1D France versus 2C Mexico. As I said, France won the 2018 World Cup. And still have Kelly Mbappe and a great team overall. A lot of people are very high on them. I have France beating Mexico in this game. Then in the next matchup, I have the leader of Group F, Croatia, losing to the runner-up of Group B, Spain. Spain, I have coming out on top over Croatia. And in the last matchup, I have Uruguay, the leader of Group H, beating the runner-up of Group G, Cameroon. And as I said, Cameroon made it to the quarterfinals in 1990, which was the furthest that an African country has ever advanced in the World Cup. If they were to win this game against Uruguay... This would be the second time that they've made it to the quarterfinals and the fourth time overall that an African country has ever reached the FIFA World Cup Finals Tournament 
quarterfinal stage. Uh, which would be very exciting, but I have Uruguay beating them in this game. And then for the quarterfinals, it will be on December 9th and December 10th. And in that, I have the Netherlands versus Denmark, which Denmark winning that game. Germany versus Brazil, I have Brazil beating Germany. England versus France, I think this will be a very, very close game. I'm torn between both teams since I love speaking French. I love France. I'm happy they won in 2018. But I think England's the better overall team right now. I have England beating France in a very close game there. And then Spain versus Uruguay, I have Spain beating Uruguay in that game. The semifinals would be on December 13th and December 14th. I have Denmark versus Brazil as a semifinals matchup. I have Brazil beating Denmark. And then my other semifinals matchup would be England versus Spain with England beating Spain. And then the finals on December 17th, I have Brazil versus England with England winning that game by a score of 3-1. to one. Uh, Obviously, it'll be a very exciting tournament. I'm very excited to see uh, what happens. I mean, at the end of the day, anyone can win. As I said, every dog has his day. Every dog has its day. Anyone can win on any given day. Uh, that's what's exciting about the World Cup is that it brings the whole country together, brings the whole world together. So if you're a U.S. soccer fan, it brings everyone together in the country. If you're a Denmark, Croatia, Belgium, France, Switzerland, Wales, everyone's going to be watching in their respective countries and rooting for their team. So it's really nice uh, to bring every country together, bring the world together in a tournament. As I said, soccer is the most international sport in the entire world, the most popular sport in the whole world. I know when we think America, we think American football, and we think basketball and baseball and hockey, but at the end of the day, soccer is still the biggest sport uh, worldwide. So this is a great way to bring the whole world together and have everybody watching. As I said, in America, we just look at sports as just football, basketball, baseball, and hockey, but at the end of the day, soccer is still the biggest sport uh, in the world. So I'm excited to see what happens this tournament. As I said, I haven't really followed too much soccer over the last five years or so, but uh, I will be following this tournament and breaking down uh, some big games and obviously breaking down the United States versus Wales game today, which is at 2 o'clock, uh, just an hour or so away. Uh, I do think Wales wins this game 2-1, to one, as I said, but I will be rooting for the United States. But if Wales wants to advance to the group of 16, uh, knockout round, they kind of have to win this game. Or if the United States wants to advance to the group uh, of 16 round, they kind of have to win this game uh, as well. Since I said at the end of the day, if you want to make it to the round of 16, you really have to win this game since it's really between Wales and the United States who advances as the runner-up of Group B. Anyways, thank you guys so much for taking the time to listen to this. As always, I greatly appreciate it. I'll be on air tomorrow night uh, from 7 to 8 o'clock on WZBC AM Sports Radio for a live radio uh, episode talking about football. Probably talking about the Giants a little bit, BC football. Their last game of the year will be this Saturday night at 7.30 in Syracuse. BC coming off a tough 44 to nothing loss to Notre Dame. I'll be breaking down that game, previewing the Syracuse game, their last game of the season on Saturday, and then also maybe talk some Northeastern hockey, some Bruins, maybe talk some MLB free agency. We'll see what happens. But anyways, thank you guys so much for taking the time to listen to this as always. I appreciate it. Hope you guys have a good one. Thank you.